as Rasulullah indicated in the hadith that Ramadan is one of five gifts Allah has gifted this ummah. It is indeed one of the greatest gifts Allah has given to us. But when we look at the Quran as a source of knowledge for mankind and for those who believe in Allah and especially those who have chosen the, the road or the path of righteousness, as Allah called them in the Quran al-Muttaqun, for the righteous people. Allah said in it, أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم اليوم أكملت لكم دينكم اليوم أكملت لكم دينكم وأتممت عليكم نعمتي ورضيت لكم الإسلام دينا Today or this day I have perfected your religion for you and I have completed my favor upon you and I have chosen or accepted Al-Islam as a religion for you. Now, three small phrases, Allah put them in this verse. When we look at the first part, this day I have completed or perfected your religion for you. And the last phrase, and I have chosen Al-Islam as a religion for you. And in the Midlands, Allah says, وَأَتْمَمْتُ عَلَيْكُمْ نِعْمَتِي And I have completed my favor upon you or for you. Now, when Allah talks about ni'ma, we need to think carefully, what does this ni'ma mean? He says in the Quran, وَإِن تَعُدُّوا نِعْمَةَ اللَّهِ لَن تُحْصُوهَا وَإِن تَعُدُّوا نِعْمَةَ اللَّهِ لَن تُحْصُوهَا If you begin to count the favors of Allah, you will not be able to count those favors Allah has bestowed upon you. But when Allah spoke about the deen and talked about Islam as the deen, and in the middle he says, and I have completed my favor upon you, definitely the biggest favor Allah has favored us as children of Adam is the favor of the deen. Because really, if you look at life today, there is a huge gap between those who have the deen and those who have not. Because the deen is the way Allah has chosen that we as human beings should live. Definitely, a human being, if he realizes his humanity, his humanity is from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That humanity comes from the ruh that he carries between his two sides. Allah says in the Quran, وَيَسْأَلُونَكَ عَنِ الرُّوحِ قُلِ الرُّوحُ مِنْ أَمْرِ الرَّبِّهِ O Muhammad Sallallahu they ask you about the spirit, say to them, the spirit is of the commandment of my Lord. Nobody knows what the ruh is. It is something that Allah has created from himself and put onto our bodies and wanting us to return to him with this ruh pure. As long as we return to him with this ruh pure, 
then we will enter into his favor. However, if there is any blemish, any thing that can make a barrier between you and that clear spirit or clear heart, then you need to be cleansed before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. For Allah has stated in the Quran, إِلَّا مَنْ أَتَى اللَّهَ بِقَلْبٍ سَلِيمٍ Only those who will come to Allah with a pure spirit or pure heart, Allah will allow them then to enter into his favor. So in order for that heart to return to Allah purely as he created him, and Allah indicated in the Quran, in order to achieve that, you must choose the right religion. Allah said in the Quran, ذَلِكَ الدِّينُ الْقَيِّمُ This is the true religion. This is the true religion. Al-Islam is the true religion in the sense Al-Islam in essence means to perfect one character so that the spirit will not be affected. And your character is within your nafs, not with your spirit. Every one of us have a shell which we call the physical body. Made of mud, flesh and blood of the earth and therefore Allah says from it we created you and to it once again we return you. When you go and bury somebody you will then see how low the human body is. It is just of the mud. The children or the beloved one of the one who died, they give them pieces of rocks or stone or mud, they say throw them first. As if to remind themselves, this person whom we are buried now, whom we love so much, there is nothing different between him and what we carry in our hand. If you take a piece of mud and throw it in somebody's face while he's alive, he will fight you. He will think it as an insult. But subhanallah, the one whom you love while he's been buried two meters down, it's the privilege to take a mud and throw it into him. And to say, Minha khalagnakum. Wafiha nu'idukum tarratan ukhra. And they encourage you around the grave to say that and to do that. To remind yourself from that mud you were created and to that mud you will be once again returned. Where is the spirit then? The spirit is not in the mud. The spirit is being lifted. As Rasulullah said, when a person is dying, Allah will send the malaika of mercy and the malaika of punishment toward the body. If the person ended with a good ending, La ilaha illallah is pronounced in the tongue, Muhammad Rasulullah then the malaika of the mercy will take that spirit. And they will come with trays made of beautiful material and they put inside that spirit what they brought with them. That will make it much better more cleaner to be taken to the heaven to be blessed by the malaika and to be accepted ya ayyuhan nafs al mutma'inna irji'i ila rabbiki radiyatan mardiya ya ayyuhan nafs al mutma'inna irji'i ila rabbiki radiyatan mutma'inna o you who have lived according to our teaching and became the person you are accepting our will and content with what we gave you and you became tranquil in your heart pure for you were sincere come back to me Come back to me, accepting my will, and I will make you happy with what I will provide for you. This is what Allah will say to that spirit. However, subhanallah, if the spirit is taken by the malaika of punishment because the last thing that it did is nothing to do with Allah, nothing to do with the religion or the religion of Islam, it will be brought for it a container or a tray full of things that are evil and it will be put into it and it will be taken to the heaven that smells evil and the malaika will curse it and all the gates of heaven will be locked and Allah will curse it. And then Allah will command the malaika to throw this spirit to the lowest of the low. 
And therefore, if we think about it, the spirit is something separate. What makes it go right or go wrong is that which connected with the body, which Allah called the nafs. And Allah said about the nafs, Indeed, one's nafs will command him always to do evil. Your nafs will ask you to reject Allah. Your nafs will encourage you to reject your parents. Your nafs will encourage you or guide you to do that which Allah has forbidden. Your nafs will make you arrogant. Your nafs will make you create havoc on this earth. Hence, the malaika said to Allah subhanahu wa Oh Allah, you create on the earth. A creature that will spill blood and create havoc on it. And we here are for you glorifying your name. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, إِنِّي I am creating that which you don't know. Hence we need to think carefully. Okay? While we are living, that the biggest favor Allah gave to us is to perfect our character so that our heart or our spirit will return to Allah purely. Hence Allah says, اليوم أكملت لكم دينكم. Today I have completed or accomplished for you your religion or perfected. Okay? وأتممت عليكم نعمتي. And I have perfected or completed my نعمة. And the biggest نعمة is الإسلام. And الإسلام literally means to submit your will to Allah. Anybody in the world who will say, yes, I believe in God, he have entered the zone of Islam. This is the beginning. Number two, he will need to strive to seek knowledge to know who Allah is. And in order for him to know who Allah is, he need a guide. And the last guide was Muhammad. It is he, Allah Almighty God, who have sent his messenger. Okay? With guidance. With guidance. That guidance came in the Quran. That Quran was revealed in Laylatul Qadr. Laylatul Qadri, Khairun min Alfi Shahr. The night of power is greater than a thousand months. This guidance, the Quran, contained everything. Anything you want, you find in the Quran. Ma farratna fil kitabi min shay. We have not neglected anything, but we put it in the Quran. Nothing that you require or you need, O son of Adam, only you will find it in the Quran. Every solution for every problem you have, every key to open any door is in the Quran. You can go anywhere. You can research anywhere. You will never find anything any else, anywhere else but in the Quran. If Allah open your heart to understand it, then you will get it. That's why Allah commanded, فَلْيَدَّبَّرُوا آيَاتِهِ O Muhammad, وسلم, tell them to reflect upon its verses. To reflect, you must read the verse and read and find and investigate and research and ask until you get the perfection of the understanding of the verse. Then you go to the next. But to just to read it like that, it's not a magazine, not a newspaper. It's not a novel that you read it and you forget it and you go to the next one. This is the book of guidance. Muhammad came with this guidance, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Why? Because he wants to make sure that if anybody invent or bring around a way of living other than the way of Allah, then he is false. Because deen, literally, is a way to strive, is a way to live your life. And therefore, there are many people who have got their own religion. And subhanAllah, in our time, many people are inventing religions. There are people who believe in their own kind of hawa, desire. Some people believe, in fact, religion is to do with alien. Some people believe that religion is to do with vegetation. 
Some think it is to do with fish. Some people think it to do with rat. Some think it to do with horses, with the fire, with the moon, with the sun. And it's still in our day to day. There are a lot of people in different parts of the world believe in different things. And they think this is deen. It's not deen. Deen is only one. There is no two deen. There is no three deen. There is no four deen. There is no four religions or hundred religions. There is one religion. In the deen and Allah, Islam. Religion in the sight of God is to submit to the one God. Allah Almighty subhanahu wa ta'ala. The God of Adam. The God of Idris and Nuh and Hud and Salih. The God of Sayyidina Ibrahim and his children. And the God of Sayyidina Dawood alayhi salam. Yahya and Zakaria and Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa alayhi wa sahbihi wa sallam. This is one God. There is no other God. One God. وَإِلَهُكُمْ إِلَهٌ وَاحِدٌ And your Lord is the one Lord. The most merciful. The most powerful. The living, the eternal, subhanahu wa ta'ala, the almighty. However, you need to think carefully. This one Lord, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, in order for you to know him, you must strive. The strife could be different. Hence, Muhammad sallam was told, if somebody is following Isa and still believes Isa is here today, let them strive with the teaching of Isa. If somebody believes that Musa is still teaching, is going on, let them strive with the strive of Musa. Leave them. They had the book before you. They had a messenger for you. They're supposed to follow you, but if they don't, leave them. You can eat their food. You can marry their daughters. However, don't follow their way because they have something not right in their way. And therefore, Allah Taala said, the best dua, the best dua you can make is the dua of Allah. And Allah Subhanahu wa Taala said, "Aduuni astajib lakum, call me, then I will answer you." Ya Rahman, Ya Rahim, Ya Malik, Ya Madin. This is the dua of Allah. Allah makes this dua. And therefore, if you read any salah, any raga of salah without Surah Al-Fatiha, you have no salah. Because Allah is teaching you how to ask Him. Ya Allah, Ya Rahman, Ya Rahim, Ya Malik, Ya Maddin, Ya Rabbal Alameen, Iyaka Na'bud wa Iyaka Nasta'in. Ihdina Salat Al-Mustaqim. Guide us into the straight path. Salat Al-Ladina An'amta Alayhim. The sirat of those whom you have bestowed your ni'mah upon them. To show that the real ni'mah is to be in the straight path, is to be in the deen. The real ni'mah is that ni'mah of deen. And therefore Allah said, وَأَتْمَمْتُ عَلَيْكُمْ نِعْمَتِي The ni'mah of the deen here. In this verse especially. Not the ni'mah of eating or drinking or getting married or buying a house or getting rich. No, no, no. Or getting even healthy is the ni'mah of the deen. There is no ni'mah better than the deen. You could be the richest man. Without deen, you are nothing. You could be the most important man. Without deen, you are nothing. You could be the strongest man in the world or the cleverest or whatever. But without deen, you are nothing. Look, where was Pharaoh? And look where he ends. Look, where was Qarun? And look where he was in. Pharaoh, because he became arrogant with his rulership, commanding the valley of the Nile, are ruling all the area until he said, I am God. I am your Lord, the Most High. And Allah drowned him and allowed him to ask for help. All the people were looking at him. This is the man who said his God cannot save himself. What happened to him? He drowned. He cannot even save himself. Look at Qarun. He became so rich, his treasures are put in safes that 70 camels will carry the locks or the keys to open the locks. 70 camels. A camel carry at least two tons. Subhanallah. 140, 150 tons of keys. But yet, he became so arrogant. He said, all this, I sweated over it. 
as the musician of America says, I did it my way. I did it my own way. Nobody else helped me. Astaghfirullah. Don't say I am going to do this or I have done that. Only if Allah wills it, it will happen. And therefore Allah said, we took him and his wealth into the earth. It didn't help him. Subhanallah. Where, where did he go? He's going to go to the hellfire. But look at Sayyidina Yunus alayhi salam. He went to his people inviting them. They beat him. They throw things at him. They insult him. They demean him. They put every evil on him. And he ran away. And Allah allowed the fish to swallow him. But he never stopped remembering Allah. Allah said, And if he was not one of those who regularly remembered us in that, his tongue. Don't tell me I remember Allah by praying five times a day. Rabash. Don't tell me I remember Allah because I give in charity. Rabash. You need to remember Allah with your tongue all the time. Allah said in the Quran, Ya ayyuhalladheena amunu thkurullaha dhikran kathira. O you who believe, remember Allah so much that your tongue should always be busy with the remembrance of Allah. Every breath you breathe out or in, you should remember Allah. Because without that breath, you will be dead. Every one of us should remember Allah all the time. But when it comes to eating and drinking, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, Yes, you can eat and drink from the lawful food and the lawful drink. But do not overdo it. Do not overindulge. Do not overeat or overdrink. We overeat and overdrink and say it's the ni'mah of Allah. And when it comes to zikr, we forget it is the ni'mah. I'm real. This is the time. Those who are going to win today are people of zikr. If you are not a zakir, you're going to drown. You need to know how to swim in the ocean of mercy. The ocean of mercy, the only way to swim is when you make dhikrullah. You can fly, my brothers and sisters. Wallahi, you can fly. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will make you fly if you are a zakir. You will fly like that. Because the body, okay, it will not be able to contain the spirit. The spirit will fly, will go away. What is holding us is the food of the earth. It's the desire of the earth. It's the sin that we commit on this earth. It keeps us. When you walk, you are, imagine a person who sleeps 10 hours and he wake up tired. A person who didn't do an, an hour of work and he cannot stand the strength. Young people. Sheikh Omar, young people today, and you ask them, they are tired. What are you doing? They're not even married, for goodness sake. <laughs> tired. Tired from what? Because there is no dhikr. The spirit inside is weak and the nafs is controlling it. When your ego is so big, it puts you as a prisoner inside. You can't do nothing. You can't even think. Your thoughts are evil because the thoughts are coming from the nafs that Allah commanded you to control. Successful is the one who will try to strive to cleanse his soul and remember his name, Allah Almighty. Indeed, the mention of the name of Allah is the greatest. Just keep saying Allah, Allah all the time. See what will happen to you. Allah will remember you. أذكروني أذكركم Remember me, then I will remember you. واشكروا لي ولا تكفرون And be grateful to me. Do not deny me. And therefore, don't think the ni'mah is the ni'mah of what you are going to consume. A lot of us, when we achieve a ni'mah of the dunya, we are so happy. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, be pleased about that a little, but cry a lot for what you have not done to save your spirit. For if your spirit is not saved in the day of judgment, then no, nobody or no one can save you. Nobody. No one can save you. And therefore Allah said, Successful is the one who will purify his nafs. And 
And a failure is the one who has hidden his troubles within himself and did nothing, not even move a finger to correct himself. Correction comes from within. And within yourself, can't you see? We know our faults. We know what wrong we have. But we deny that we are wrong. We are so proud. We want to be seen in public. We are good. But when we hide into our shell, we are the most evil. We need to change that. And we need to remember, in order for us to achieve success in this world and success in the hereafter, is to ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to allow us to appreciate the ni'mah of the deen. Our deen is the deen that Allah has given to the greatest men. And they perfected it. Ibrahim alayhi salam advised his children. Ya'qub alayhi salam advised his children. Allah said in the Quran, A'udhu billahi minash ta'ala rajim, wawassa biha Ibrahim, banihi wa Ya'qub. Okay? Ya baniya, okay? La tamutunna illa wa antum muslimun. And Ibrahim alayhi salam advised okay, his children. And later on, his grandson Ya'qub advised his children. Oh my children, do not allow yourself to leave this world and your spirit to return to Allah without a total submission and total surrender to your Lord by strife. وَالَّذِينَ جَهَدُوا فِيْنَا لَنَهَدْيَنَّهُمْ سُبُلَنَا Those who will strive towards us, we will guide them to our path in plural, not singular. The path is not one path, many. When you drive in the motorway, it's not one lane. Many lanes. You want to drive past? Drive past. You want to drive medium? Drive medium. Drive low? You want to stay in the side? You stay in the side. You can have a nap. <laughs> it's up to you. The choice is yours. Like Raha Fiddin. No compulsion in religion. So there are those who are lying, my brothers. Putting their feet up, thinking there is still time. There are those who are driving 20 miles an hour like an old lady. And there are those who are going 60 miles an hour or 70, thinking, oh, we are doing the best. But remember, there are those who are driving 240 kilometers per hour. They don't fear anybody. These are the soldiers of Allah. Okay? For Allah has bestowed upon them his ni'mah because when it comes to the remembrance of Allah and the dhikr, there is no limit. No limit. Don't let anybody tell you there is no limit. Some people, subhanAllah, are so ignorant. They say, if you read too much Quran, you're going to get mad. If you do too much dhikr, you're going to get mad. Who says so? Astaghfirullah. You remember Allah and you get mad? You read a lot of dhikr, you get mad? No. People are sitting in the bars, chatting and gossiping all night, and they don't get mad. <laughs> And somebody who's sitting, remembering Allah, say, oh, no, 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 stop it. Do it little. Don't do that. No, no, this, don't do too much of that. Allah said in the Quran, this one, do too much. Make it rough. No problem. Overdo it. But when it comes to the dunya, take precautions. Be careful. Take little from it. Test it. And leave it. Because at the end of the day, the test of it, if it is being a habit, be bitter in your tongue and bitter in your throat and definitely you'll be eating nothing in your belly but Jahannam the hellfire Wallahi Ya'kuluna fi butunihim Nara Allah said they eat in their bellies fat in the day of judgment the Quran will come and shove them into the hellfire they want the Quran to be savior for them I read you many times please save me read me but what do you understand about me you don't understand nothing so please, let us go tonight from the mosque, hoping, praying that Allah will bestow upon us understanding 
of the idea of ni'mah, that it is the favor of Allah. But the greatest of favors is the favor of the deen, and that the deen was perfected by Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam for us so that we can live a life of dignity and honor, honoring ourselves before Allah by doing that which will please him subhanahu wa ta'ala and keep him away from that which will anger him or bring his wrath over us. May Allah forgive us. May Allah guide us. May Allah strengthen us. May Allah give us tawfiq. May Allah forgive those people who have taught us. May Allah guide them if they are alive and keep them with long life and obedience to him. And if they are dead, may Allah forgive their sin and rise them into the highest place in paradise. And raise them into the highest place in paradise. Allahumma rabbi khfir al-muslimina wal-muslimat wal-mu'minina wal-mu'minat al-ahya'i minhum wal-amwat tabi'i allahumma bainana wa bainahum bil-khayrati wal-barakat innaka qareebun majibu da'ati ya rabbal alameen. Allahumma O Allah, we ask of you beneficial knowledge. O Allah, we ask from you a humble heart. O Allah, we ask of you a shining light. Provide for us all the time, O Allah, that which will make our life easy. And keep us away from troubles. And protect us from all evil. And those people who are responsible for us. Give them tawfiq and success, Ya Rabbil Alameen. Those who are seeking work, may Allah give them work. Those who are seeking knowledge, may Allah give them knowledge. Those who are in education, may Allah allow them to complete their education. Those who are not married, may Allah allow them to choose the best of partners. Those who are married, may Allah give them children if they don't have, and if they have children, may Allah allow them to raise them in the best way possible. Those who are needing Allah to guide them, may Allah guide them. Those who are needing from Allah to open a door that is closed, may Allah open it for them. Those who are needing Allah to take them away from an evil past, may Allah take them away from it. And those who have people who have asked them to pray for them, may Allah accept their prayers for them. May Allah allow all the Muslims who are suffering that Allah tonight will remove their suffering. Oh Allah, your messenger Muhammad has taught us about this time and what will happen into it. But there is only one way that the world can be saved by the man whom you have guided to come to save, Muhammad ibn Abdullah al-Mahdi. Oh Allah, we ask of you to hasten his coming, Ya Rabbil to allow him to be here for the people who are suffering, for the hungry, for the naked, for the one who is walking barefooted, for the one who is thirsty and dying of water, for those who are seeking your mercy, Ya Rabbil Alameen. Oh Allah, send him and allow us to be among those who will be given the chance to be close to him. Oh Allah, we ask of you to allow us to be among those who are merciful. For those who are merciful, you will show them mercy. Oh Allah, keep our heart away from evil and keep us away from the evil people, and from the liars and the deceivers and the hypocrites and the evil ones. Oh Allah, you are the most merciful. Shower us with mercy. Grant us mercy. Allow us to live with mercy. Allow us light in our right, light in our left, light in front of us, a light behind us, light at the bus, and we seek refuge in you that we will not be killed from beneath us, Ya Rabbil Alameen. Oh Allah, make our path a path of light and return us to you to enter the garden, the garden of light. بمقعد صدغ عند ملك مقتدر صلي وسلم على سيدنا محمد النبي الأمين وآله وسلم سبحان ربك رب العزة عما يصفون وسلام على المرسلين والحمد لله رب العالمين الفاتحة بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين إياك نعبد وإياك نستعين اهدنا الصراط المستقيم صراط الذين أنعمت عليهم غير المغضوب عليهم ولا الضالين آمين